The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, TGIF! And I mean that as a prayer, not an expletive. Thank God it's Friday. And thank God for Friday. It's another brand new day. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. It's Friday, May 21st, 2021. Friday of the seventh week of Easter. In the Missal, it's liturgical year B, cycle one. And Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. Today is the optional memorial of St. Christopher Magallanes and Companions. Like Blessed Miguel Pro, Christopher and his 24 companion martyrs lived under a very anti-Catholic government in Mexico. Churches, schools, seminaries were closed, foreign clergy were expelled. Christopher established a clandestine seminary. He and the other priests were forced to minister secretly to Catholics. They were martyred over the course of 22 years in eight different Mexican states, They were beatified in 1992 and canonized eight years later. St. Christopher Magallanes and companions, pray for us. And let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace always be with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that those in charge of finance will work with governments to regulate the financial sphere and protect citizens from its dangers. 10 Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day, prepared by a Catholic priest. Here is today's 10 Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Perhaps you've heard the expression, open door policy, that can refer to all sorts of things, but when I hear that expression, one of the images that comes to my mind is a person who I was very close to in high school. He was the dean of studies of my school. So he was the person in the school, he was a teacher, a Latin teacher, who was also the, you know, the authority in all things academic for the school. He was the one principally in charge of advising boys about their classes. It was an all boys school. So he would set the curriculum, he would interview the teachers, he would obviously be attentive when students were starting to struggle in their grades, etc. Now, he could have lived this position in a very formal and distant way, you know, in a big posh office far away from the students, kind of getting, getting maybe too bogged down 
in the theories of education, but without dealing with the students, stuffy, distant, an intellectual figure. Well, no, that was not the case at all. This man set up his office right by the entrance to the library, right, the locus of study for the school, and he chose for himself a rather small and humble office, but close to the students. And he made himself available all the time. He was practically always there. His door was perpetually open, as if inviting each one of us to ask him for help, to seek his advice, his, his direction, his attention. And over the years, what I saw was that that was the place where people would go when they had problems, where students would, would go uh, when they were struggling with their, with their classes, with their grades, but also where this person, this teacher, the dean of studies, would pick up on someone who was not sleeping well, or was having a family crisis, or who just looked a little down. But you always knew you could go back to him. You always knew you could come back to that office, to that open door. Even now, when I've gone back to the school as an alum, he's still there. The door is still open, and he's ready to talk, to listen, to help. That's what, it, what I consider an open-door policy. Right? It's inher inherently an expression of mercy, of love. Right? He's giving of his time and talent and care to students who have done nothing to deserve it normally and who have done nothing personally to him that would merit this response. An expression of mercy, an open-door policy. And Jesus, this image evokes, although in a very limited way, your approach to each one of us. You extend your mercy to us always. Your openness to us is perennial. When it comes to our sinfulness, to our lack of correspondence to your love, to our lack of appreciation, when we are faced with our own limitations, our own defects, the evil in us, you have an open-door policy, or you keep the door open. And today, in the Gospel, in one of these last days of Easter, right, we're, we're preparing now for Pentecost, we're in the final sprint, we could say, of Easter, we read about the restoration of Peter. Peter, he who had denied our Lord outright, who went so far as to say that he didn't even know you, Jesus, that he wanted nothing to do with you. I mean, talk about a blatant turning away from God. Peter denies Jesus three times, which is called the triple denial. But now in this scene of the gospel today, he has the opportunity to restore his love in a triple confession. Right? So from the triple denial, we come to the triple confession. And Lord, you make it so easy for him. You make it so easy for Peter to come back. Note that the scene takes place around a charcoal fire where you, Jesus, in your risen body, have cooked up some breakfast for the apostles, grilled fish and some bread. That's an interesting little detail. Lord, you have wanted to set 
a charcoal fire to evoke, perhaps, that scene where Peter had denied you, right? He was sitting around that fire of coals in the house of the high priest when he denied you three times. And now, sitting around that fire, having finished breakfast, Peter and Jesus go for a walk. One commentator has said, it's like revisiting the scene of the crime, only this time getting it right. right so now, back at the fire, as it were, Peter can put things right with his Lord. We read, After Jesus had revealed himself to his disciples and eaten breakfast with them, he said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my lambs. And this is going to happen three times, right? Then he said to Simon Peter a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Simon Peter answered him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was distressed that he had said to him a third time, Do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, Feed my sheep. Now, Peter perhaps thought that he had lost his friendship with Jesus after such an atrocious sin. We can imagine that the sorrow of Peter was deep, right? having turned away from Jesus in such a terrible way, that perhaps the doors were closed to that friendship with Christ that he had had before. But Jesus, you never closed the door at all. In fact, you were lingering there like my old dean of studies, right? that teacher who lingers by the door of his office, waiting for Peter to return. And you ask that simple question to him that helps Peter to unburden his soul and express his contrition. Simon, son of John, do you love me? And then you show him full confidence, even more than before his fall, by entrusting the church to Peter's care, to be the shepherd of the flock, to carry on, Lord, your mission as the good shepherd. Tend my sheep, feed my lambs, feed my sheep. Jesus, help me to remember all of this when I get discouraged or when I also fall into sin. The door is always open. While I, in my sin, may have shut the door of my heart to your love, denying you, you will never shut the door of your heart. Your door is always open and ready to receive me once again, and I thank you for that, Lord. You know, I was living in Rome when Pope Francis was elected. And I think it was 2013, I still remember, his first Angelus address, the Sunday after he was elected, after the Fumata Bianca, the white smoke. And he spoke about this open-door policy, right? He said, God never tires of forgiving us, but we sometimes tire of asking him to forgive us. Let us never tire of asking God's forgiveness. Peter was willing to go back, 
right? He was willing to ask Jesus for his forgiveness. He goes back to that open door of Jesus. We want to do the same, right? We want to know Jesus' love, to always take advantage of, of this open door policy, going to confession as often as, as, as we need. We can ask Our Lady, Mother of Mercy, to teach us to appreciate more fully your mercy, Lord. Mother Mary, teach us your son's love. Show us this open door and help us never to tire of going back into it. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations that you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. 16 past the hour, we'll begin this day of prayer in just a minute on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday, May 21st, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Reading. Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Come, let us, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Come, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Know, know that, that He, the Lord, is God. God. He, he made us, we belong to Him. We, we are, are His people, the sheep of His flock. Come, let us, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on His people. Alleluia. Go within His gates, giving thanks. Enter His courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Come, let us, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal his merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Come, let us, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was, as it was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us, let us adore Christ the Lord, who promised to send the Holy Spirit on his people. Alleluia.
I am worn out with crying, with longing for my God. Alleluia. I am am worn worn out with crying, with with longing for for my God. Alleluia. Save me, O God, for the waters have risen to my neck. I have sunk into the mud of the deep, and there is no foothold. I have entered the waters of the deep, and the waves overwhelm me. I am wearied with all my crying. My throat is parched. My eyes are wasted away from looking for my God. More numerous than the hairs on my head are those who hate me without cause. Those who attack me with lies are too much for my strength. How can I restore what I have never stolen? O God, you know my sinful folly. My sins you can see. Let those who hope in you not be put to shame through me. Lord of hosts, let not those who seek you be dismayed through me. God of Israel, it is for you that I suffer taunts, that shame covers my face, that I have become a stranger to my brothers, an alien to my own mother's sons. I burn with zeal for your house, and taunts against you fall on me. When I afflict my soul with fasting, they make it a taunt against me. When I put on sackcloth in the morning, then they make me a byword, the gossip of men at the gates, the subject of drunkards' songs. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and will be forever. Amen. I am am worn out with crying, with with longing for my God. Alleluia. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. Alleluia. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. Alleluia. This is my prayer to you, my prayer for your favor. In your great love, answer me, O God, with your help that never fails. Rescue me from sinking in the mud. Save me from my foes. Save me from the waters of the deep, lest the waves overwhelm me. Do not let the deep engulf me, nor death close its mouth on me. Lord, answer, for your love is kind. In your compassion, turn towards me. Do not hide your face from your servant. Answer quickly, for I am in distress. Come close to my soul and redeem me. Ransom me, pressed by my foes. You know how they taunt and deride me. My oppressors are all before you. Taunts have broken my heart. I have reached the end of my strength. I looked in vain for compassion for counselors. Not one could I find. For food, they gave me poison. In my thirst, they gave me vinegar to drink. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, 
and and will be forever. Amen. I needed food, and they gave me gall. I was parched with thirst, and they gave me vinegar. Alleluia. Seek the Lord, and you will live. Alleluia. Seek the Lord, and you will live. Alleluia. As for me, in my poverty and pain, let your help, O God, lift me up. I will praise God's name with a song. I will glorify him with thanksgiving, a gift pleasing God more than oxen, more than beasts prepared for sacrifice. The poor, when they see it, will be glad, and God-seeking hearts will revive. For the Lord listens to the needy and does not spurn his servants in their chains. Let the heavens and the earth give him praise, the sea and all its living creatures. For God will bring help to Zion and rebuild the cities of Judah, and men shall dwell there in possession. The sons of his servants shall inherit it. Those who love his name shall dwell there. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, our Father, to show the way of salvation, you chose that the standard of the cross should go before us, and you fulfilled the ancient prophecies in Christ's Passover from death to life. Do not let us rouse your burning indignation by sin, but rather through the contemplation of his wounds. Make us burn with zeal for the honor of your church and with grateful love for you. Seek the Lord, and you will live. Alleluia. Christ Jesus, you have risen from the dead. Alleluia. Let the heavens and the earth rejoice. Alleluia. A reading from the second letter of the Apostle John. This elder to a lady who is elect and to her children. In truth, I love each of you, and not only I, but also all those who have come to know the truth. This love is based on the truth that abides in us and will be with us forever. In truth and love, then, We shall have grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Father's Son. It has given me great joy to find some of your children walking in the path of the truth, just as we were commanded by the Father. But now, my lady, I would make this request of you, not as if I were writing you some new commandment, Rather, it is a commandment we have had from the start. Let us love one another. This love involves our walking according to the commandments, as you have heard from the beginning. The commandment is the way in which you should walk. Many deceitful men have gone out into the world, men who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh, Such is the deceitful one. This is the Antichrist. Look out that you yourselves do not lose what you have worked for. You must receive your reward in full. 
anyone who is so progressive that he does not remain rooted in the teaching of Christ does not possess God, while anyone who remains rooted in the teaching possesses both the Father and the Son. If anyone comes to you who does not bring this teaching, do not receive him into your house. Do not even greet him, for whoever greets him shares in the evil he does. While there is much more that I could write you, I do not intend to put it down on paper. Instead, I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be full. The children of your elect sister send you their greetings. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. God. The Father has given us this commandment. It is not a new commandment, but one that we have received from the beginning. Walk Walk in in truth and and love. Alleluia. Follow the path the Lord has taught you, and you shall live. Walk Walk in in truth truth and and love. Alleluia. Second reading from the Treatise on the Trinity by St. Hilary, Bishop. Our Lord commanded us to baptize in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In baptism, then, we profess faith in the Creator, in the only begotten Son, and in the gift, which is the Spirit. There is one Creator of all things, for in God there is one Father from whom all things have their being. And there is one only begotten Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom all things exist. And there is one Spirit, the gift, who is in all. So all follow their due order according to the proper operation of each. One power which brings all things into being, one Son through whom all things come to be, and one gift of perfect hope. Nothing is wanting to this flawless union. In Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, there is infinity of endless being, perfect reflection of the divine image, and mutual enjoyment of the gift. Our Lord has described the purpose of the Spirit's presence in us. Let us listen to His words. I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. It is to your advantage that I go away. If I go, I will send you the Advocate. And also, I will ask the Father, and he will give you another counselor to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. He will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, for he will take what is mine. From among many of our Lord's sayings, 
These have been chosen to guide our understanding, for they reveal to us the intention of the giver, the nature of the gift, and the condition of its reception. Since our weak minds cannot comprehend the Father or the Son, we have been given the Holy Spirit as our intermediary and advocate to shed light on that hard doctrine of our faith, the incarnation of God. We receive the Spirit of truth so that we can know the things of God. In order to grasp this, consider how useless the faculties of the human body would become if they were denied their exercise. Our eyes cannot fulfill their task without light, either natural or artificial. Our ears cannot react without sound vibrations, and in the absence of any odor, our nostrils are ignorant of their function. Not that these senses would lose their own nature if they were not used. Rather, they demand objects of experience in order to function. It is the same with the human soul. Unless it absorbs the gift of the Spirit through faith, the mind has the ability to know God, but lacks the light necessary for that knowledge. This unique gift, which is in Christ, is offered in its fullness to everyone. It is everywhere available, but it is given to each man in proportion to his readiness to receive it. Its presence is the fuller, the greater a man's desire to be worthy of it. This gift will remain with us until the end of the world and will be our comfort in the time of waiting. By the favors it bestows. It is the pledge of our hope for the future, the light of our minds, and the splendor that irradiates our understanding. The time has come for me to return to him who sent me, says the Lord. Do not be sad or let your hearts be troubled. I will ask the Father to watch over you. Alleluia. If I do not go, the paraclete will not come. When I am taken up, I will send him to you. I will ask the Father to watch over you. Alleluia. Let us pray. O God, who by the glorification of your Christ and the light of the Holy Spirit have unlocked for us the gates of eternity, grant, we pray, that partaking of so great a gift, our devotion may grow deeper and our faith may be strengthened. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Friday of the seventh week of Easter, May 21st, 2021. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord gives Simon Peter a chance to set things right. It's from the 21st chapter of the Gospel of John. When they had finished breakfast, 
Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Feed my lambs. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Yes, Lord. You know that I love you. Tend my sheep. Simon, son of John, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, Do you love me? Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. Feed my sheep. Truly, truly I say to you, when you were young, you girded yourself and walked where you would. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish to go. This he said to show by what death he was to glorify God. Follow me. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. The fruits of the Holy Spirit are the results of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. First among those fruits are love and joy. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. When the soul is docile to the inspirations of the Holy Spirit, it becomes that good tree which is known by its fruits. These fruits enrich the Christian's life and are manifestations of the glory of God. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, Jesus says at the Last Supper. These supernatural fruits are countless. St. Paul, by way of example, indicates twelve fruits, results of the gifts which the Holy Spirit has infused in our soul. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, self-control, faithfulness, modesty, continence, chastity. First is love or charity, the first sign of our union with Christ. This is the most excellent of these fruits, making us feel that God is near and drawing us to lighten the burden others carry. The first manifestation of the action of the Holy Spirit and our soul is a sensitive and operative charity towards those who live with us or with whom we work. There is no sign or mark which distinguishes the Christian and the lover of Christ greater than the care of our brothers and sisters and zeal for the salvation of souls. This first and chief fruit of the Holy Spirit is followed necessarily by joy. Since the lover rejoices in union with his beloved, joy is the result of love. Therefore the Christian is distinguished by his joy which persists through sorrow and failure. How much good has been wrought in the world by the joy of Christians. To rejoice under trial, to smile in sufferings, to sing in our heart ever more clearly the longer and sharper the thorns, and all this for the sake of love. This is, together with love, the fruit that the divine vine dresser wishes to gather from the branches of the mystic vine. These are the fruits which only the Holy Spirit can produce in us. Love and joy leave in the soul the peace of God which passes all understanding. St. Augustine defines it as tranquility in order. There is a false peace based on disorder 
such as that which reigns in a family where the parents always yield to the children's whims with the excuse of having peace. The same applies in a city where, on the pretext of not wishing to upset anyone, criminals would be allowed to commit their misdeeds. Peace, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, is the absence of unrest and the repose of the will in the stable possession of good. This peace supposes a constant battle waged upon the disordered tendencies of one's own passions. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's continue praying now. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord, wash away my guilt. Alleluia. Lord, wash away my guilt. Alleluia. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, and I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face, and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God, but a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust offered on your altar. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. 
Amen. Let us pray. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit and heal our troubled conscience, so that in joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Lord, wash away my guilt. Alleluia. Christ bore our sins in his own body as he hung upon the cross. Alleluia. Christ bore our sins in his own body as he hung upon the cross. Alleluia. Let my eyes stream with tears day and night without rest over the great destruction which overwhelms the virgin daughter of my people over her incurable wound. If I walk out into the field, look, though slain by the sword. If I enter the city, look, those consumed by hunger. Even the prophet and the priest forage in a land they know not. Have you cast Judah off completely? Is Zion loathsome to you? Why have you struck us a blow that cannot be healed? We wait for peace to no avail, for a time of healing. But terror comes instead. We recognize, O Lord, our wickedness, the guilt of our fathers, that we have sinned against you. For your name's sake, spurn us not, disgrace us, not the throne of your glory. Remember your covenant with us, and break it not. Glory to the Father and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and 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 will be forever. Amen. Christ bore our sins in his own body as he hung upon the cross. Alleluia. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Alleluia. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Alleluia. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before him, singing for joy. Know that he, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to him. We are his people, the sheep of his flock. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal is merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. God, devoted to us as a father, you created us as a sign of your power and elected us your people to show your goodness. 
Accept the thanks your children offer that all men may enter your courts, praising you in song. Come into the Lord's presence, singing for joy. Alleluia. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The God of our fathers has raised up Jesus, whom you put to death, hanging him on a tree. He whom God has exalted at his right hand as ruler and savior is to bring repentance to Israel and forgiveness of sins. We testify to this. So too does the Holy Spirit, whom God has given to those who obey him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. The The Lord Lord is is risen risen from from the the tomb. tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. He hung upon the cross for us. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The The Lord Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. Jesus Christ died and is risen from the dead. Now he lives forever at the right hand of the Father where he intercedes for us. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. Jesus Christ died and is risen from the dead. Now he lives forever at the right hand of the Father, where he intercedes for us. Alleluia. Honor and glory to God forever and ever. May he make us rich in hope and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Let us pray. Lord, come to our aid and save us. Almighty Father, you know that we are weak, even when we pray. Give us your spirit to pray on our behalf. Lord, come come to our aid and save us. Send forth your spirit, light of radiant joy. To take possession of our hearts. Lord, Lord, come come to to our our aid and and save us. Lord, we are the work of your hands. Do not leave us in captivity to our sins. 
Lord, come come to to our our aid and save us. Help us to show reverence for those who are weak in faith. May we never be hard or impatient with them, but always treat them with love. Lord, come come to to our aid and save us. Let us make our prayers and praise complete by offering the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. O God, who by the glorification of your Christ and the light of the Holy Spirit have unlocked for us the gates of eternity, grant, we pray, that partaking of so great a gift, our devotion may grow deeper and our faith may be strengthened. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Pentecost weekend is coming right up. Make it holy. Morning air is next. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out now. Make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.